Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on News Radio WGNS FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. On Rutherford Issues today, we're talking with Amanda Oliver with the Beasley Animal Foundation about. Um, programs and uh, just thought we might spend some time uh, Amanda talking about uh, the clinic and the foundation and how it all works and maybe how it all came about but good morning how are you good morning just fine thank you good good, good to see you good to be here <laughs> yeah. good to be seen isn't it, isn't it though <laughs> yeah so um, you know the Beasley Animal Clinic has has been around for a, a long long time and um you know, it had uh, the start just by a, a vision of some very special people. Absolutely. Um, and it really started with uh, Jesse Beasley uh, back in the late 70s. Uh, he um, uh, grew up here in Murfreesboro and uh, went to New York. He was in the publishing business there. But he was also a sculptor. And... Um, when he returned home after he retired, he noticed the um, overpopulation of, of unwanted cats and dogs roaming the streets. So he was instrumental in starting the first uh, shelter here in uh, Murfreesboro slash Rutherford County. Mm-hmm. Um, and as this progressed, I am I'm told, he uh, realized that sheltering did not decrease the um population of unwanted pets and so he started focusing on the concept of a spay neuter clinic you know when i i had someone describe jesse beasley to me one time as uh murfreesboro's bob barker yes (laughs) that's pretty good absolutely absolutely you know he uh, would always end the the price is right with uh you know the message to have your pet spayed or neutered and you know I, i thought well you know that's that's kind of really in a few sentences how jesse beasley began his work here absolutely and and um he was very fortunate to have a group of people who um made his vision uh come to realization it did take community support obviously it did and you know back in the late 70s uh, early 80s it, it just uh, spaying and neutering was not exactly a positive you know accepted concept I think it is more today because I think people realize the importance of the health of their animals and so he was they were kind of battling upstream to get some uh, laws and regulations put in and we have to thank every single person from the late 70s to now who have spent so much time trying to help our animals Mm -hmm. so the um i guess it was the was it the beasley humane foundation or uh, there was the the full name is jesse c beasley animal humane foundation and since that is just kind of a mouthful right um we've kind of cut it down to beasley animal foundation or beasley animal clinic Mm -hmm. uh still giving uh recognition to the gentleman whose idea this was but it it just kind of doesn't fill up the mouth so much right right so uh from the uh late 70s early 80s um there have there was a a time in there 
that um, things began to um, change in terms of the services and, and all, too. Absolutely. And the clinic itself uh, started in 92. Uh, and it is a program of the foundation. The foundation is the nonprofit, and it is one of the four programs of the foundation. And back in 1992, it was the program mm -hmm. of the foundation. Um, and it, we have been able, thanks to all of our supporters, to grow from working out of a single wide trailer to having a a beautiful location that we moved into 10 or 12 years ago um, and that's just thanks to everybody who has worked so hard to build this this organization so um, tell us a little bit about the facilities from from back when where, where was the, uh, the the trailer and all uh, the trailer was on Haley Avenue that's right and it was uh, at, at that time the shelter was there also and so they were kind of back to back and i think most of this um uh, most of the work that they did was working with the uh shelter animals and spaying and neutering them before they became adopted and then it has moved from that because our shelter now has their own vet and etc um to serving the public to the best of our abilities mm -hmm. and and you know our um Dr. Stewart has been with us since we were in the trailer, and now we're fortunate enough to have another uh, vet come on board with her, a Dr. Morgan, and so that we can give more services and help to our community. So um, back, I guess, in the early days of um, the, the clinic, did, um, did you have local veterinarians uh, donate services or or how did that all work back then or have you had the vet the whole time well i wasn't there at the very beginning of right. all of this <laughs> so um i believe that the the vet was a um uh, either he ran his own clinic or he was an employee of gotcha okay is the way i'm i'm not so sure i mean we've had some vets who have volunteered their services to help us out which is greatly appreciated i remember dr key in smyrna was a huge supporter of our organization which um miss him every single day yeah well i i know that um you think about the the history and the and the longevity here of the uh the program and it's 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 amazing that one man's vision turned into something that we uh that is such a vital part of of our community here now and um the the foundation had you mentioned in the early 90s the the clinic was like its major focus but what are some of the other areas now that you've expanded to okay um it's um our major focus is still spaying and neutering. Sure, right. Uh, but we really do um, focus on more education. And I know that in the earlier days, there was education out into the community about responsible pet care. Um, and we have continued that. Um, now, with the COVID and whatnot, I've, I've, the classrooms that I've, the principals I've spoken to, we can't go in, but we are sending. Um, the newsletter kind news which is a um, showing respect and kindness to animals and that's through the aspca um, to the fourth grade classrooms um, in the classes that had wanted to receive it mm -hmm. and um, we also have financial aid 
um, for those who may be a bit strapped for spaying and neutering their cats or dogs and sometimes for vaccinations and um, that uh, program was in place but we do write a lot of grants for that and we do have donations that uh, and our fundraisers supported all of this and and our you know with our fundraisers not really happening now um, like the paws and pearls and and uh, barks and bourbon uh, that's kind of uh, cut back on the funding that we do have the other program that uh, we have is an outreach um, of giving vaccinations to the cats and dogs of the seniors the homeless the underserved and also a food outreach program that we collaborate with different ministries when they have their human food outreach we supply cat and dog food that's pretty awesome too and uh so the the work of the beasley animal foundation is is wide scoping uh if you want to find out more beasleyanimalfoundation.org and uh, more about the clinic beasleyanimalclinic.com and uh, at the clinic it's it's more than just spay and neuter vaccinations and some other things too absolutely we've uh, added a wellness component to it and um wellness exams because so many um, of our animals need to have this done every year and I think because of some of the laws uh, for our heartworm meds um, each year an animal before they can get their heartworm meds would have to have a uh, a checkup and so besides the vaccinations uh, we're doing microchipping which is very important for our animals especially it, it helps if one uh, one of the animals gets lost it helps them to be able to be returned to their home um, nail trims uh, ear cleaning skin evaluation um, so different things like this um, and we have in-house testing for heartworms and feline luke and different things on this order so um if you have any questions, you can always call the clinic and talk to the staff. and And I will have to say they are if they don't pick up, please just leave a message and they will get back to you as soon as they can. Um, with this COVID situation and doing curbside service, all of these amazing people are really kind of run off their feet. Right. Yeah. Uh, they're they're doing a a great job there. So we, we've talked a, a lot about the history and, and um, why the, the, the Beasley Animal Foundation started and, and the different services. There are ways for people to volunteer and, and help. You mentioned the uh, food outreach program. That's a wonderful way to, as you go to the grocery and, and pick up your pet food, throw another one in there and, and donate it. Exactly. That would be absolutely wonderful. And one of the things that we have done because of of the COVID um, situation is that the wonderful people who have wanted to vo- come in and volunteer at the facility, we are not doing that right now uh, just to keep everyone as safe as we pof- possibly can. But we always need donations uh, from our wish list, which is on the website, and cat and dog food. Um, if anyone so wants to do that, they can just drop it off at the clinic. And um, would it would it be the foundation's website where they can see that wish list? Uh, or the it, should be, it should be on both. Both, okay. But I'd check the clinic and and uh, 
um, go from there. Yeah, uh, and, and obviously in, in, in this time, monetary donations are always uh, accepted and, and can go a long way to help. And uh, so any of that you can do um, actually through the website. I see you've got a Venmo. You just take a picture of it. So Absolutely. Crazy. <laughs> we have Venmo and, and PayPal and then also um, uh, the com- uh, Giving Matters Community Foundation in Nashville. You can go through that and, and donate through them to us also. Well, the, uh, the, the work has been going since the late 70s, and, and the vision is to keep plugging along here keep on going that's right absolutely (laughs) if if someone um, would like to to make an appointment i I guess it's simply just go on the website to do that and go on the website and then get all the information that they need yeah for for the uh spay and neuter surgeries or for the wellness exams and um the location we we talked about it being in the haley road area but you moved several years ago it's uh keeneland commercial court boulevard boulevard 2215 keeneland commercial boulevard it's uh on south rutherford um kind of across from the uh, public shopping center Okay. If anybody knows anybody shops on pub in Publix over there. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, and, and I guess kind of like as you're going out the Manchester Highway toward. Yeah, it's it, it's before you go that far, right? Before you go that far. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, check it out uh, there, and again online at BeasleyAnimalFoundation.org and BeasleyAnimalClinic.com. Man, it's uh, our time has flown by, but uh, Amanda, I appreciate you stopping in today. Thank you so much. It's always a pleasure. Absolutely. Always uh, enjoy having Amanda Oliver join us with the Beasley Animal Foundation. And uh, again, this reminder, if you missed any part of our program, be sure to check WGNSRadio.com. And under podcast, look for Rutherford Issues, and that's where you'll find uh, all of our recent shows. You can also, wherever you listen to your favorite audio, whether it be uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, uh, all of those locations, you can find all of the WGNS programming right there. So wherever you're taking in audio, we've got you covered. Thanks for joining us today, and we will see you right back here next time on News Radio WGNS. (music) 